earlier. Tanu Rabbanon, Bizman Shacham Aloika, Siman Ralav de Kachavim. Chachamim say that when there is a solar eclipse, it is uh, a bad omen for for the of the Kachavim. But Levan Aloika, if it is the moon that is being eclipsed, like a lunar eclipse, Siman Rales and Emshel Israel, it is a bad sign for the Yidden. The reason why the Gemara calls it over here, Sainem Shel Israel, is because we never want to say anything negative about Khal Israel, even if it is just in passing, mentioning that this is what it um, would happen if you don't want to say anything that is negative or because, you know, Altif In addition to Altif we know that there is Machshava Diburu Maiser. Dibur is already the step that is the closest to Maiser. There is Machshava, then there is Dibur, and then right after Dibur comes Maiser. So when somebody thinks something bad, that's bad. Okay. But when he says it, so then he already brings it down one step closer to action. By by saying it, by bringing it be Dibur, it's already one stage, one level closer to myself. So therefore, we have to uh, always refrain from say, saying anything negative, uh, even if it's ju just as a theory or as telling a story or whatever it is. That's what the Gemara over here is saying, is saying, is calling it Siman Ralesanem Shel Israel, when in fact he means the Eden. Why is it so? Why is it that there is a difference between a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse in terms of whose a siman is it for whom? The Gemara continues, because they didn't count and they set the calendar based on the moon. So therefore, the moon, the, the, the eclipse of the moon, hiding of the moon, covering up of the moon is an, somewhat of an allusion to eclipsing and covering up something by the Yidden. On the other hand, of the Kachavim, Lachamo, they count by a, a solar calendar. So therefore, when there is an eclipse of the sun, it's a reflection of a bad omen for them. Then a punchline in the middle of the paragraph, as long as the Yidden are doing Hashem's Rotzen, they do not have to worry about any of these simonim. If we are doing Hashem's Rotzen, a lunar eclipse, a solar eclipse won't make any difference. We'll be fine. There won't be any, any bad omen. Then the Gemara continues by saying, the Gemara now is going to cite four different reasons that will cause a solar eclipse and four different reasons that will cause a lunar eclipse. And it brings, for example, two brothers are killed uh, at the same time or that wasn't eulogized properly and things of that sort. And the four things, that for four reasons that would be that it is the sun or the moon, means either one of them, and that people who falsify 
contracts, you know, fraudulent activity. People give false testimony because of raising uh, sheep and not cattle, but sheep and goats in Eretz Yisrael was bad with that. I mean, I understand that falsifying a document and giving false testimony is very bad, but what's what's bad with uh, raising sheep and goats in Eretz Yisrael? So the Mepharshim explained that sheep and goats, it's very difficult to watch over what they eat. And sheep and goats, they go, they don't stay in one place. You know, you take them to pasture in your fields, in your grass, in your pasturage. But they would often divert their path and go one way or another way and start eating from fields that don't belong to you. So they are actually constantly stealing. They are not stealing, they're just animals. You are stealing. If you own these animals and you raise these animals, you have the responsibility to make sure that they don't eat the grass of another of another property and it's very difficult so therefore this causes an eclipse okay and the last one is people who will chop off uh, you know will chop trees that bear fruits when you have a good tree and it's being chopped off that's you know those are all bad things and all reasons why this will cause an eclipse but of course, you must be very surprised. And the reason why you're surprised because you you all know that an eclipse is is really something that is very natural, actually predictable. It occurs on a regular basis, following a certain cycle of the way all the stars are turning around, and it's going to happen regardless of any action. So how could we say that people are the one who are provoking it? making it happen when they happen pretty much on their own. I mean, absolutely on their own. And how could something that happens by itself on a regular basis could be considered a good omen, a bad omen, as if something is going to happen because the sun went down. I mean, this is something that happens every day, right? So the same thing with the eclipse. Something that happens on a regular basis by itself, predictable. This is the way astrology goes, or astronomy, whichever one it is. I never know the difference. You know, the science of knowing the direction of the stars, position of the stars. Okay, I guess you know what I'm talking about. So I'll call it astronomy, and I hope that this is the right one. Um, how could we how could we say that that has an influence on your actions? Or, I mean that your actions will influence the trajectory of the stars and cause an eclipse and that is in turn going to bring about some bad things now of course this argument has been used by all the people by many people who want to disprove the validity of Torah by saying look what the Torah is filled with superstition things that are not shy to happen and if that's the case you know, why would you believe it? So they're saying that, in fact, of course, we can't we can't say that Chazal in the Gemara would say something about astronomy that doesn't make sense. The reason is that it is a science in itself. It is part of Limud Torah. It was necessary for Kiddush HaChadosh in the time in which there were Mekadosh the month by, by taking a testimony from a witness, 
witness will have to come and say, I saw the new month. How do you know if he's acting in cup or not? How do you know? Maybe some witnesses are coming and just stop telling you they saw the month. They saw the moon. Maybe it works better for them if Yom Tov is going to be on a different day than the day that they have planned for an event. I don't know. So if somebody comes into the base din and says, I saw the new moon, the base din will grill them, will investigate it. They would ask, where were you standing when you saw the new moon? I was standing uh, in front of the shul. All right, and where did you see the new moon? On the right. Okay, on the right there was a tree. Was it above the tree or under the tree? And they would start asking a bunch of questions like this. Why? Because they know exactly where the new moon is supposed to be at this time. And they know astronomy so well that they know exactly when the new moon was supposed to come up and where you would see it from. And by asking this type of questions, Adrish of Achkira, to the witnesses, they will be able to tell if he's saying the truth or not. So much so that Chachme Yisrael needed to know astronomy very well for Kiddush HaChadosh that many explorers used Chachamim who knew very well the astronomy when they traveled. For example, somebody is he's, he's on a boat and he wants to go east, west. That's pretty easy. You know, they didn't have GPS in the time, right? So during the day, it's easy. You look at the sun. Everybody knows the sun comes up on the east, goes down on the west. So then you look at the sun and you know you're going north. You know, you know where you see where the east is, where the west is. You know you're going north, south. You will know. But during the night, how would you know where to go during the night? So the compass, not the compass. How would you know? The only way to know where you're going and if you're going in the right direction is if you're going at the sky and you look at a constellation. You know, you look at how are the stars positioned. And you say, at this time of year, these stars are supposed to look like that in the sky at that point in the north. I'm going towards them. I know where I'm going in the right direction. That served as their GPS. That was a GPS. Knowing the constellation and knowing the whole astronomy and the way really where everything's supposed to be at what time was their direction. So many explorers, when they needed to travel, they took with them Chachamim, for example, they say in Spain there was a yeshiva Saramaz. The Ramaz had a yeshiva that was specializing in astronomy. And the, the Talmudim over there were experts. And some say that the Philo Columbus took some of those with him in order to help him find, find his way when he travels. Some people claim, uh, Stam, I don't know if it's fact or fiction, some people claim that there's some Hebrew writing in the uh, in, in, in his uh, records of the Deva. If it is, it wasn't him, that's for sure. Uh, it would be those Talmidim who were there because they knew the astronomy. So now, it's not shy to say that the Chachamim didn't know astronomy and they were saying some superstitious nonsense. And it's not only astronomy, but any science. We find the Gemaras, many places in the Gemara, where the Chacham, where the, where the, the Scholars, kings, all kind of different people came to ask science questions from Chachamim. So now, if they were so well-versed in astronomy and in sciences, how could they have said that our actions are causing an eclipse and the eclipse is going to cause some kind of bad things from happening? So the Shlach Kodesh gives a suggestion. And he says that perhaps if the Yidin don't deserve any punishment, so David is going to make it that it's going to be a cloudy day and nobody's going to see the eclipse. 
Nobody's going to know about it. They don't deserve to be punished. They didn't see it, so nothing bad will happen to them. But if there's a message to send them, because the behavior has been inappropriate, so then they should make sure that sky is going to be clear and the eclipse is going to happen in an hour in which everybody's up. People will see it. Then they'll know to do tshuva or not. They'll be saying that with this pirush, the only problem with this answer is that in the word that we read, it says, Bizman Bizman At the time in which there is an occurrence of the eclipse. It doesn't say, if we see an eclipse. That's not what it says. It says, Bizman Further in the Gemara, Rabbanon, Bishvil the stars, the asters, the luminaries are going to have an eclipse because of these things. It doesn't say when we see the eclipse is because of this. And then there is also our places Rashi brings in 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 uh, in Vaiga, she brings in in Vayero, Vayero. He brings that um, Mitzrayim, Egypt has no clouds. Never, there's never any cloud. Water is coming from different ways. There's hardly any rain. So if there's never any clouds in Mitzrayim, you're going to tell me that in Mitzrayim, Pashat, there's never a reason to hide an eclipse from, happen, from happening. How, how do we take it away? How do we hide it? If uh, what's... So therefore, we must say that this answer we just gave about seeing the eclipse is not enough. The explanation on all this is that we have to realize what is mazel? Somebody's getting married. Somebody gets engaged. What do we say? Mazel tov. Mazel tov. What is mazel tov? Mazel tov doesn't mean congratulation. Mazel tov means it should be an auspicious mazel. What is a mazel? Luck? No. A mazel is actually a constellation. Every month has a mazel. Mazel dagim, mazel this, mazel tele, mazel whatnot. Right? The constellation is the muzzle. That's what we call it. Basically, that happens a certain month, that every month there is another muzzle that is positioned in a different place. But this also happens at every day. That in every day, there are, every week, every day of the week, has a day in which the muzzle is in control. And during every day, during the hours of the day and the hours of the night, there are mazalas that are in control, all right? We know that there are certain times in the day or in the week in which the certain mazal is in charge and therefore it calls for gvures, right? We don't make kiddush on Friday night between six and seven. Why? Because that hour is the hour in which the mazal madim, the planet Mars, is in charge. What does it mean is in charge? It means the position of it is that it brings a certain kind of, a certain kind of influence, an inference of Gvures. You don't want to make Kiddush at the moment of Gvures. Other things, there are times in which you don't get married. We just finished with Sfira Sa'imel. And in Sifre Kapala, it's written that the reason why you don't get married in Sfira is not only because of the Avelis of Talmud Rabbi Akiva, because they died only in 33 days. The rest of Sfira, we don't get married anyways. Because Sfira in Kabbalah, it's written, it's a time of the muzzle of Gvures. It's, it's not, not a proper, not a good muzzle. Ador, bari mazole, healthy mazole, good mazole in Ador. So you see that there are mazoles that may have an influence on the people. 
It's a natural occurrence, but just not natural occurrences do have an influence on the environment, on the tide, on the water, on all kinds of things, and on people as well. Someone gets married, you scream mazel tov, meaning may it be an auspicious mazel, it should only be good, chasadim, good stuff. What do they say? What is b'sha'a tova? It should be at the right hour. What does it mean the right hour? It shouldn't be late, so the food won't be cold. What does it mean the right hour? In It means in a time in which the mazolis are auspicious and positive for us. So we could see to the point in which it says, the Gemara brings that different days people are born, they will have different tendencies. Somebody who is born under the influence of planet Mars, a Ma'adim is going to be a Shefech Domi, right? There's all kinds of tendencies that will come because of when we were born. Clearly saying that the Mazal could have an influence on our action. The thing is though, the Rambam writes that we are not bound by our Mazalas. The Rambam writes that we do have the ability to change that direction there is perhaps we're more predisposed to do certain things, but us as Baal Pchira, Ayid has a Pchira. And being the, that he has a Pchira, he's not limited by what nature has prescribed for him. He has the ability to control himself. So if somebody was born with the tendency of shedding blood, he could be a Shoichet, could be a Moyel, could be a surgeon, could be a lawyer, different ways of uh, shedding blood, right? Um, in a positive way, in the most part. Which means that even though mazolis do, ha do have an influence on us, we as Eden have the ability to transform, to transform it. I'll come back to this Nakuda in a minute. But that, already this will help us understand this whole piece of Gemara. During the time of an eclipse, what is an eclipse? An eclipse is a different position of different stars and, uh, in, a, in, in the sky. Wherever the position, that causes the eclipse. There's the earth here and the sun is blocking the, the, the moon and therefore it's going to be eclipsed. All right. That's a constellation. That's a muzzle. That is a muzzle. Position of a star, of a bunch of stars in different places. That's called a muzzle. The moment of the eclipse, the Abbe explains, has an influence on the people that it will give them the tendency to do these Averis that were mentioned before. Not that the not that the people, these, these Averis, somebody falsified the document and therefore the eclipse happened, the other way around. At the time of an eclipse, we will be more likely to do these Averis. As a result of these Averis, comes a punishment. So therefore, the Gemara says, etc. When there is an eclipse, that's going to cause people to do specific things for which they will be punished. So that e explains everything very well. We didn't cause the eclipse. The eclipse is not cause for punishment, but the eclipse has just any other muzzle position of stars do have an influence on the people and the influence of the eclipse will be the tendency to do these Averis. Therefore, the Gemara says, Bizman she Yisroel en misyari As long as the Yidden are doing Hashem's Ratzen, 
they don't have to worry about it. Why? Because just like we said before, that the Rambam says that no matter what muzzle you were born under, you do have the power to overcome any tendency by focusing on doing Hashem's Ratzon. So in the muzzle of the, of the eclipse, the same thing. That yes, the muzzle of the, of the eclipse could lead to the tendencies to do these different Averis, for which different type of punishments could come up, but as long as we do the Ebishtes Ratzen, we're not going to fall for the influence of the eclipse. We don't have to worry about any kind of punishment. And we have to worry, we don't have to worry about anything that the eclipse could go. All we have to focus is the Indian is that we are told and Mazal Yisroel. En Mazal Yisroel means that Yidin are not bound by Mazalis. Why not? Why we're not subjected to the Mazalis? That explains that Bichlal, the very existence of Klal Yisroel is Lemala Midah Yidin are not bound by nature, Bichlal. Right? The nation started by an old man at 100 years old, giving birth to a, to a son when his wife was 90, right? Very fabric of Klali soil, our very DNA is the Malamidah Chateva. That's how we started. It was a nature, but the Yidden preceded nature because Bnei Yisrael Alub Machshava, even before Bnei Yisrael. As long as we're connected with Hashem, following Hashem's Ratzen, with doing Torah Mitzvahs, that takes precedent over nature. So therefore, being that the mazalis is part of nature, therefore, and mazalis is soil. The mazal of the Israel really comes from ayin, the same ayin that is yeshme ayin, from which everything is created. Therefore, that's what we have to realize that we are given the power to overcome any challenge, even to modify our mazal. By doing mitzvahs. Therefore, it turns out that it's not we depend on the muzzle, but our, our muzzle will depend on our action and our tefillahs. So with our, with knowing this, um, knowing this in advance, it gives us the information and misyari mikolelu. In the same way, that we don't have to worry about mazolis, that we don't have to worry about an eclipse. We also don't have to worry about anything else that is bound by teva, by nature, by the chaylom. Whether it is our panosa, our health, our security, our safety, all of these things, all part of nature. And we are higher than it, and we have the ability to change that through our mitzvahs and through our tefillahs. So therefore, in mitzvahs, Nobody should be worried today or tomorrow about any other Gashmiziki thing that seems to be dooming. All we have to concentrate on is Oisin Ritzoi Noishel Mokan. And then, then and Misyari Mikol.